Brilliant. And as us live, I'm joined now by head coach of Shaw Mixed Martial Arts, Richard Shaw, a.k.a. Shakey. Uh, Shake, first of all, I think it, it goes without saying why we're on this afternoon. Uh, obviously, a, a massive fight for Jack Shaw last night. Big win, second round submission. First of all, how, how's, the, how's, it, uh, how's it all settling in for you today? Oh, I tell, tell you today, Lou, um, over the moon for Jack, re- really, really pleased, I think. You know, he's been out of the cage for 10 months. The fight camp wasn't ideal with the COVID lockdown. And um, there's been lots of obstacles, obviously, coming over you, having to be in isolation for five days. But I felt that he rose to the occasion. Um, you know, again, he just showed that uh, he belongs at this level. So it's over the moon with the performance. Yeah, brilliant. And and speak to us a little bit about the fight, Shake, because it, it, like you said, there was a lot of obstacles for this one. Obviously, you had... Weeks of training amongst the lockdown, a lot of opponent changes. Uh, what was kind of the process, the thought process going in with with all that going on? Um, the, the camp itself, it wasn't ideal, but but it was you know it, it was pretty 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 decent. I mean, we we were given the go ahead by the Welsh government to put a pro team together with pros to start training. So I had obviously Brett, um, likes of Oban. We put a, a pool of six fighters together. Um, to prepare to prepare back you know both Brett and Jack. So the, the camp itself was okay. Obviously it's a shorter camp than normal. You know, I'm an art taskmaster, like ten to twelve weeks for all the fighters for a, a fight camp. This was dropped on us at um seven weeks notice. And obviously normally my guys are good to go after four weeks of preparation, you know, because they're always in the gym. But we haven't had that luxury of we, you know, from March up until six, seven weeks ago, they, they were doing nothing other than running or, or, or a bit of road biking. So it was Bit, bit shorter than what I would have liked, um, but it, you know everybody's in the same boat. So it was a, a case of making the best of a bad situation. Um, Brett, you know, Brett and Jack have both been very, very disciplined during the the, the camp, and uh, both arrived that you know the, the the weight was was achievable on the weight cut as well. Yeah, and what about the the changes of opponent as well? Is was there sort of any factor in that? Because obviously you you switched a couple of times, didn't you? Four, four opponents in four weeks we've had. The original opponent was um, Rallo De Freitas, um, who he was going to fight in London. Um, I won't name names for a couple of us because I don't know the reasons why they pulled, but the second one was um, an American and Mexican guy. Uh, that that was done, and then all of a sudden that was off the cards. Then we signed for De Santos, the Brazilian. Um, that was done and dusted in two days, to be fair, but then uh, obviously the poor fella tested positive for covid so it was, I think it was like a day, a day or two before before we actually had to drive up to London and go into isolation that we got the paperwork signed for um, for this guy. And, and props to him, you know, he he, he turned up. He, he he was a big lad on the night as well. He filled out a bit more than I thought he was going to. He was he was quite physical. He wasn't much size different with Jack. And we ended up fighting Aaron Phillips, who's um, on a fight fight win streak. You know, it is what it is. That's why I always say about. Uh, Game planning. I'm not a great believer. You know, we'll have a look at the fight then and see where the strong points are. I don't know, but we don't necessarily game plan to the point that we fixate on it because, as I said, we've had four different opponents. Two have been orthodox. Two have been southpaw in the last four weeks. So, yeah. um, it's been a bit of a mix-up in the in, in training. We just try to get Jack to do what he does best. You know, but yeah, you know, Jack's track isn't easy. He, he, he's he takes everything in his stride. He wasn't overwhelmed. He was adamant he was going to fight regardless of who they put in front of him and. Uh, he turned up and, you know, give a good account of himself. So I'm over the moment. Yeah. And some great comments I've said. I don't know if you've actually watched it back and seen the commentary, but you had the likes of Michael Bisping saying, you know, Jack reminded him of GSP, the way he fought, the way he was so sort of calm in there. 
you have Paul Felder saying he fought a perfect fight and could be the, the first Welsh UFC champion. You know I mean, what do those sort of comments mean to you after after all the hard work you put in, Chick? Yeah, they're, they're lovely to hear. It's nice for Jack to hear, isn't it? But, you know, we know where we are. He's 25 years of age. Um, you know, GSP is one of the greatest of all time. And, you know, we're, we're a good way off being uh, <laughs> being at that level. But that is the goal. You know, he, he's very driven, Jack. He, he sets his targets really high. Um so yeah, you know, it's, it's it's lovely to hear those sort of comments. You know, Bispin don't give praise unless um, unless he means it. So you know, it was nice to hear it coming off the big man himself. Yeah, I think in there as well. What, one one thing we spoke about before the interview was about Jack being very self-critical. Now he he's gone out, he's put in this perfect performance that that Paul Felder pointed out, and he's come out and said he felt he looked a little bit sloppy for the first uh, first half of the fight. I mean, <laughs> is, is that part of the sort of mentality that drives him to being so to where he is at at the moment? It, it is. It, it happens with him all the time. Until he sits down with me and we, we watch the fight back together, he put him put things in perspective. He's like you know, he's one of these. He thinks that he should hit every takedown. He should land every jab. He should land every kick. He shouldn't get touched. You know, but that's not the nature of fighting. But um, there's nothing wrong with that because he sets his standards high. But you know, he got caught with a couple of kicks to, to the body. It was a high kick which he covered up well on. Um, you know, usually if he gets somebody down, he keeps in there. The lad managed to get up once, but you know he. It's the level that we're fighting at. You know, this is a kid that's got good American wrestling experience. He's a BJJ black belt and he's been in the UFC before. Um, and this is his second time round. So I was pleased. It was over the moon. Re- really good. Um, particularly with all the things, you know, leading up to it. The opponent changes, the isolation for five days. Um, having to sleep during the day, train during the night because we've had to get in, in line with fighting at 3 a.m. Abu Dhabi time to be in line with um, uh, American TV. You know, but I, I just think as a team, we've done a brilliant job and, and you know, Jack reaped the roads on the night with a brilliant performance and a finish again, you know, some over the moon. Yeah, another finish. He's, he's becoming known for these rear naked chokes now, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, the human backpack, isn't it? I've seen all over Twitter and Facebook today, they're, um, they're calling him. But yeah, you know, he, I'm over the moon. He's a humble humble lad and, you know, I, I don't like to heap too much praise on it because some people, you know, take it as, oh, he's just saying it because he's his dad. But you know, nobody trains harder. No one commits more to the diet, the discipline. You know, if I could bottle that discipline and that um, uh, that mindset that he has and sell it, I'd be a millionaire ten times over. Do you know what I mean? Because um, it, not everybody, not everybody has that uh, that drive that he's got. Yeah. Did um, speak, going back to the fight, Jake? Did the finish come a little bit sooner than you expected? Obviously, as you said, Phillips he is, he is no, a, I, he's an experienced guy, and he's got quite a similar record to Jack, I suppose, in terms of the numbers. To, 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 to be honest, though, yeah. To be honest, we um, we call it. To be honest, I, I, I we spoke where we fought, and I, I said if we can get him down early in the first, put a grind on him, which we did, which he did. He's brilliant when he's on that back and he's pressing you, even when you. You know, the, the, kid, the kid Phillips, he worked awful hard to keep getting up to his feet and then get put back down, back up. Then he took some heavy shots as well at the end of that first round. Um, you don't hear it on the commentary because they go into his corner first. But if he come into our corner first, you would have heard me and Carbo say, right, if we can get the takedown early, you'll stop him this round. You know, you, you, you've taken a bit of his soul a little bit in that first round performance and, uh, and we had it bang on. I mean, if he gets you down at the beginning of the round, there's not many fighters are going to see five minutes out underneath him, you know. Um, so... We went to plan. We were over the moon with it. It was um, a job well done. Yeah. And I suppose that begs the question now, what, what do you sort of see next for Jack Shake? Obviously, you're his, you're his father, you're his head coach. What is there any sort of people you're specifically looking at or is it just, just the next no, fight? No. Listen, 
with, with the UFC, you fight whoever they say, you know. I, I think people think that you can be knocking fights back and having a negotiation with them. To date, you know, we had three opponents for his first fight. We agreed every one of those. Ended up fighting um, Nolan. This one, we've had four opponents. We've not said no to, to anybody. So, listen, he's early in his career. He's 25 years of age. He's still developing physically. He's learning every day. We're in no rush. Um you know, this is a career where you've done it your prime till you're 29, 30, 31 years of age. So, you know, he's four years off his prime. So, it'll be wherever they say, we'll go. I'd like to have one more fight and then maybe look at a top 15 opponent. So, yeah. you know, so, somebody that's been in that top 15 and might have just dropped out of it would be an ideal opponent. But no, no. And again, I never I never target anybody specifically. Just for a simple reason. We, we've had seven opponents in two fights, you know, so <laughs> yeah. it, it doesn't count for a lot, you know. Yeah. And in this, in this climate, this time, you know, this day and age as well, some, ki- some kids are probably not training regular, um, so not available. So, no, we're not one for calling out. It, it'd just be, again, a little step of in, in level again. Somebody that's been in that top 15 and maybe just drop back out of it, that would be an ideal scenario. I think they're back here, this talk's not, nothing official, but around about October, uh, and that would be perfect for us. You can have a couple of weeks off. And we can get straight back into it again. Yeah, I think what what you've said there is is sort of what Jack has been known for over the course of his career so far. Even with Cage Warriors, you know, he didn't want to make that jump until he got the belt, until he defended it. He wasn't sort of crying out to be signed up. He got, took it step at a time. I think like like you you said there, he's just looking to do that again. So it, it is great to see that too. Um, speaking of opponents, though, Shake, what I did want to ask, there was a little bit of a bit of a sort of drama coming out in the in sort of MMA press the last couple of days before the fights. Uh, Peter Yan, he came out saying that Jack and Nathaniel Wood had both turned down fights for this corner. Man, what, what was your response to that? I will put a thousand pounds down that Peter Yan does not run his social media. This is idiot of a manager, probably. Um, who's talking absolute language. Shit. <laughs> we we you know, we've turned down a fight with a guy that has not even signed with the UFC. You know, you take take from it's just them trying to get attention. You know, Nathaniel and, and Jack have both gone into the UFC, uh, are doing well. You know, I know for a fact that Wood wouldn't have turned that down either. You know, if anything, it'd be it'd, it'd been a step down from the opponents that they've gone out. So it's it's just absolute rubbish, mate. You know, um, and as you've seen, there was no response off Jan to to the criticism that followed the the tweet. And again, it's probably just his his manager trying to get a little bit of. Um, uh, Hi. A little bit of exposure, yeah, a little bit of exposure for someone he's trying to get signed by the UFC and best of luck to him. But nah, a load of rubbish, absolutely. I got nothing to say on it really, other than that. Yeah, no, glad, glad that one cleared up, Jake. Uh, like I said, it's, it's one of those that comes out, doesn't it? The tweets, and then the next couple of days, you see all the uh, all the news articles coming out. So always good to get yeah. an answer from from, yeah, from the coach no, about that one. It's a load, absolute rubbish, mate. Absolute rubbish. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, you've been through this whole process now. You've done the quarantine, flown out, done another quarantine. What what's Fight Island been like overall? Because it's, as an event, it's done amazing numbers. It's it's been on the tip of everyone's tongue. Sports people across the world have been talking about it. What, what's it been like to number one be out there, and what is it like out there? The the, the experience has been something I've, I've never encountered. I've, I've, the flight over blew my mind. Um, just I've never travelled in that that level of. Uh, um, of an airplane in my life, you know what I mean? It was like like a five star hotel room. I had better meals on that plane than I've had at uh, <laughs> a Michelin restaurant. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Let me tell you, God, I'd, I'd love to know how much that cost per person to fly us out. <laughs> the um, 
the, the, the treatment has been second and then the UFC they're a machine that look after their fighters and, and, and the coaching team to be fair take, take outside the, the isolation has been awful it's, it's really difficult particularly when you try to prep a fighter but outside of that you know your food has been laid down you, you're in a hotel that I'd hate to imagine what the cost of this hotel would be if you were coming here on holiday um, it's a beautiful 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 it's, it's somewhere I would love to come back um, yeah, uh, and have a look at when when all this madness is over and everything is open and and even have on a the F one track as well, isn't it? On the Formula One yeah, track as well. The the F the F one track. Um, when I'm talking, you know, there's I've got a balcony over there and yeah. it's overlooking the F one track. Yeah, cool. so you can hire a car and you see cars now around about this time. Um, what's the time back there? Five a.m. Yeah, so obviously it's eight p.m. Anything between seven and eleven, you see the cars going around where people are hiring the cars to have a go on the track. Ah, oh, fair play. Could, could be worse then, Chick. Yeah, yeah, I've had worse. Uh, <laughs> I've had worse. I've had worse weeks. But you know, people looking, oh, you've had a fantastic time in Abu Dhabi because we, because of the times we're fighting. Obviously, we're sleeping six a.m. till three three p.m. Getting up, doing a training session, shower, rest, speak to the USC, do your media duties. Then you go. The sun goes down out here at six. So you know, today is the first day of uh, me and Carl Parker managed to have a. And I was sat down for the pools. They opened the pools back up. Yes, everything's been closed. Yeah. Um, but the pools were opened back up yesterday, so we had a, an hour up there. But apart from that, it's just been business. You know what I mean? It's been getting up, training, resting, eating, training, resting, eating, training, and going back to bed. Uh, yeah. Took a bit, to get, you know, a couple of days to get into that pattern of keeping yourself awake till six a.m. But we, you know, the last two days we've had it smashed, and um, you know, Brett's the same now. He's well into the pattern. You know, he's he's up till six and not getting up till two, three p.m. Yeah. Has the heat been a factor at all in prepping Jack and Brett? No, no. To be honest, um, all the trainings inside the hotel, um, and everything's air conditioned. This it, be, it feels no different in the hotel to what it would in the UK. To be honest, what about the arena? Is it is it what's the temperature like in? No, the lovely arena? there as well. They, they, they were saying that when um, could be poorly fought over there that it, it was like hundred degrees. Yeah, that's right. Got that cracked. Uh, yeah, no, the back state, the back changing rooms was nice and warm, which we, you always want to get. But when you walked out, no, it's no, no different fighting than um, on an event in the UK. To be honest, it was it was brilliant. They've uh, oh. the the, the organisation and the money they have put into this event is incredible. I, I've never witnessed anything like it. You know, you're a phone call away from having anything that you want. You know, it's brilliant. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it looks like it's been amazing. So. Um, yeah, can't can't fault them really. And obviously now we've we've got Jack just on the plane on the way home, but still another fight coming up. Brett Jones has got a big one coming up on Saturday, hasn't he? What how what sort of uh, mentality and frame of mind is Brett in at the moment? He, he's in great shape. He we weighed him a small because we're going to start the weight cut tonight. So we weighed him when he got up. He was one four seven. Have I got that right? One four seven. No, he's like now one four three. One four three. He had um, seven and a half eight pounder. To shift, he's you know we've done a, a really good workout with him yesterday. He's as fit as a flea. So midnight tonight, our time, which will be nine p.m. your time, we'll start the process of uh, of cutting the weight for him now and uh, get it all done tomorrow. He can relax in like Jack did, refuel, rehydrate, and uh, and ready to go on Saturday. But no, you know he's got a tough opponent, Montel Jackson, awkward, tall, rangy, southpaw, good wrestling background. Good winning streak, you know, the, the USC are hyping him. Um, we've done our own work on him and, you know, Brett's approach in training has been spot on and, you know, I'm, I'm confident we'll come away with another win on Saturday. Yeah. Does, obviously, with Jack getting such a, a, a big win and such a good performance on Wednesday, does that sort of build it, Brett's mentality at all to sort of have that 
a little bit of mental. I just think it, yeah, you know, I, I, I think it, um, it confirms that, you know, we, we've had a, a decent enough camp to come out here and, and compete, you know. Brett is pinpoint when it comes to when it comes to preparation, to be fair. He's a fantastic athlete to be around. His weight has been down right through this lockdown. Um, he's not missed a session over the last seven weeks. So he, he's more than ready, Brett, now. Get the weight cut. That's the hardest bit. Get the weight cut then. Weigh in. Refuel and, and enjoy the moment. It's a fantastic venue to fight in. You know, you've got Dana Sackage side. Um, it's some big names over. You know, we we just up at the pool now, and there's uh, Shogun's cage side. You know, we've seen Bispin um, at poolside, not cage side. Bispin. So it's a it's a it's a it's a fantastic experience for the young lads and the fighters to be around these guys that have uh, been around a long time. But he's more than ready, mate. And um, yeah, like I said, this it, it puts him in a good mindset with Jack uh, with Jack coming off a win as well. Yeah. How much of a factor has it been? Obviously, in obviously with Jack, he's been so good. Brett was so good in Cage Warriors level as well. Now the two of them have come together, they're training together a lot. Is that sort of a big thing in the, in the both of them pushing forward and aiming at this top fifteen yeah. of the division? You know, where else in um, in Europe have you got two lads that are capable of being top ten bantamweights training together? Yeah. You know, they, you, you you'd pay a fee to watch some of the behind closed doors training sessions we've had. You can't put a pin between them; they're just both yeah. pushing each other, pushing each other. Iron, you know, iron sharpens iron, as they say, and. I really believe that within 12 months, both both lads will be back in that top 15, top 10 place just yeah. from the fact of uh, the benefits of training together. Yeah, and you've got the other guys as well, you know, Chris Edwards, Josh Reed, a lot, a lot of other guys who've kind of been about the sport a long time in that same weight, haven't you? We've we got a fantastic um, team for the lighter divisions. I say this to everybody, you know, if you're a fighter between 60 or bantamweight and, and, and lightweight, there's not a better team in, in, in Europe, in my opinion. We've we, Not just the facility we got, but the strength and depth. Like we said, you've got Edwards, um, Josh Reed, and then, you know, Oban Elliott coming through. You look at some of the other lads here, Scotty Perlison, Jordan Pete, um, particularly at the lightweights. i got some killers here at Amateur. You know, we've had a, a couple of the Amateur guys in sparring with um, um, Jack and Brett, you know, and it's been brilliant preparation, you know, so... It's ex- it's exciting times. It'd be lovely to see you know this, this pandemic hasn't helped. It's put a bit of a put the brakes on a, a bit of progress for everybody. But you know if we get back to a bit of normality September October time with the gyms, it'd be brilliant to see where Jack and Jack and uh, Brett both are around about July. This you know July next year, two thousand and twenty-one. I think you'll see two different fighters again, both improved. Yeah, so it's a very exciting time to be a, a Welsh MMA fan. I think in this so. Oh, oh, onwards and upwards with that. Did you get a chance to watch uh, John Phillips fight after after Jack Fortchick? I, I did. I, to, you know, get it for John. I mean, you know, he, he's probably prepped for the last seven weeks. I, the, the guy, his original opponent was um, very so sad. John comes and yeah, yeah, you know, happy to have a, a striking match. And to, to be told as you get on the plane, which is when he found out that his opponent had pulled out. And, you know, you know John, John's a... a a man's man to fight this fight. He'll fight anybody. There's no fear in him. Um, but he's been given a totally different prospect then with this kid. You know, nobody knew a lot about him, but I think I think the world has seen that he is a legit guy, good wrestling, yeah. and is is going to be a problem for anybody at welterweight or, or middleweight. You know, but John showed his toughness. I just got it for him really. You know, all the hard work and the the change of opponent has been uncertain for him. I'm guessing as well. But he'll be back. You know, he's excited to fight there. I think the USC think think a fair bit of him as well. So I, I think he'll be back soon. Yeah, definitely. And like you said, it, it can't be easy with these change of opponents, especially when it is such, such a different stylistic matchup. It's, 
it's tough because you can't once you sort of get on the flight, you haven't really got a chance to say no either of you. That's the that's problem. No, and uh, we, we've had a lot of experience in cage warriors. With, you know, Jack was going to fight for a world title in September. He had three opponent changes in three weeks leading up to that title fight. And then the guy that he, he finally ended up with failed a brain scan and then he ended up fighting somebody, uh, some Brazilian. So it's, it's part of the process. We, we've been dealing with it, you know, as a team for some years, which is why... He, we don't put a huge onus on on the the preparation and game planning for an individual, you know. So yeah. it is what it is. Um, it's the nature of the game at the highest level, and you know, John will be back. Yeah, Shake. We've got a, a comment coming from Ben Farley. He's asking, "What factor sun cream have you had to wear since you've been out on Fight Island?" <laughs> factor th- factor thirty, I've had, but Jack Shaw has had factor fifty. He's only seen about our sun and. Um, He's like a vampire. I, I, I worry he'll burst into a ball of flames. I, I, I'm a sun man. I can sit out in it for a, I can sit out in it for hours. But uh, yeah, factor thirty. Like I said, I've, I've seen. This is not exaggerating. Probably about ninety minutes of sun since we've been out here. So yeah, it's a, a lot, a lot of indoor work then. But I mean, at least, yeah. at least the boys are not going to be having that sunburn. I've been, I have been worried about Brett Jones. I gotta say, cause he's, he's got a similar complexion to me. Brett, so. Brett. <laughs> Brett and Jack are the whitest men in this arena, let me tell you. <laughs> of all the fighters, coaches, staff, they, they're the two pastiest skinned individuals in the building. Joe Duffy's in there as well, mate. Uh, jo, uh, yeah. Joe's on on cat. So those those three together, they, they need factor 50. Yeah. And Shake, obviously I know we're going to let you go now. You've got, you've got a busy day ahead of you. But have you had any sort of response from the UFC staff, from the UFC people, of what, what, what the Welsh fighters have been sort of reacted to like? How they've been received, I suppose. Um, no, not really. I, we, like I said, we not spoke to anybody today because it was last night. Time we come home, and again we didn't get up until gone midday today. Um, but just looking online is is been a, a huge furrow online on Twitter, Instagram, and on um, and on Facebook. So you know they, they're fully aware. They they keep mentioning the Welsh all the time now on some of the tweets and on the Instagram posts the last twenty four hours. So we're doing something like this. For, for, for me personally to see it you know with the work we've put in at grassroots level not just at my gym across the board in Wales it's fantastic to see that we get no props at last yeah Shake, I got one more question coming in which is from James Hamilton he's saying he'd love to know your opinion on the state of my hair at the minute <laughs> no no comment <laughs> no, no comment. comment James don't be an instigator mate <laughs> well, Shake, what, what's, the, what's the rest of the day look like for you now Shake? is it just, just prep now with Brett or Prep, prep with Brett. Um, I got an interview now with BBC at seven o'clock, so I got a, a bit of media stuff I got to do. Um, Twelve o'clock, then we'll we'll go up, do some pads, start cutting a bit of weight. Hopefully, get most of it off by three a.m. Um, Brett, I'll go back, relax, get up. If we've got a pound or two to do in the morning, we'll do that. We'll go across into the official weigh-ins, and um, he'll do what he does best then on Saturday. Yeah, no, we're looking forward to that one. And one, one more last who's come in is. It's going back to Tank, but obviously you're, you're a head coach, you're a father. How proud are you of sort of seeing seeing him go out and, and put on performances like that at the world's highest stage? No, over the moon. And I have this conversation regularly. It's difficult as his father. Do you know what I mean? I, you can't shut that emotional attachment off either. So um, I feel like I've been in a fight myself. Do you know what I mean? It, 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 it happened. And people, this is not me being over the top. It absolutely sucks the soul out of me over the 24 hours leading up to it during, it's such a relief when it's over but then at the same time then that relief kicks a bit of adrenaline and I can't even uh, I can't even sleep like I said I've had about two hours I've had about two hours kipping 48 hours so it is but yeah I'm over the moon I'm, I'm, 
hey, I'm proud of him as a man. Do you know what I mean? Let alone what he achieves, you know, yeah. with, with his MMA career, you know. So, as his dad, I, I couldn't be prouder. Brilliant. Well, Sheikh, all the best for Saturday. Um, obviously, a, a big Cheers, fight. Hope you, hope you will get another Welsh win there. And uh, I know you're obviously busy, so thanks for taking the time to speak to me as well, buddy. I do appreciate it. No problems at all, mate. Th- thank you for all your support, as always, buddy. Yeah, brilliant. Sheikh, take care, and we'll see you soon, all right? Ciao, Luke. See you, bud. Hey, Sheikh.